0: This is the first episode for the third season of the Learn to Code podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about what's the best database. And this kind of questions comes around from time to time. Uh, People believe that if you're going to learn programming, you may like to learn first what's the best programming language out there. The idea of asking what's the best of is to basically discriminate against the so-called or perceived uh, lesser programming languages in order to basically save time and avoid investing into a programming language that is basically not the best. But this is a fallacy. Um, In the same vein, you know, Um, asking around for what's the best database or database engine, um, it doesn't really have a single concise and objective truth or answer. Um, What I'm trying to say is that more than asking what's the best database uh, out there, I will ask what are your requirements or what are you hoping to save or what are you hoping to build? And based on that is what you are going to be choosing as your database engine. When I talk about database, uh, most of the time I refer to SQL databases. Uh, That's classic SQL. Basically, you create a structure where to store your data, and then you insert your data into such a structure. Um, you you are not only defining the structure of how to store your data, you're also defining the rules that the data must follow in order to stay stored and basically get validated. So um, as many newcomers to the data engineering field may like to think, creating a database is not so simple as to create database and create table and start inserting data. Um, certainly, you can find tutorials and you can see in videos in YouTube that you can basically just do that. And I'm going to do um, a couple of videos showing that on YouTube. But the truth is that depending on, on who you ask is, um, you are going to realize that there are a lot of options out there for databases. The first one that uh, all people like me um, used to find out is that for learning databases and working with databases, those are two different things. Um, Learning databases is uh, is often done on the university or the high school in the case of Americans. And uh, most commonly, the single user databases are the ones that basically get the attention of students. One because they are easy to install and to configure. and secondly, because you don't really need to set up a network to work with a single user database. And I'm talking in a specifically of two or three maybe. Um, in, if you are from the old school, like me, most likely you are you are going to be working with Microsoft Access or some derivatives from that one. If you are on the mad world, you are going to be working with something like FileMaker. If you are coming from Linux, you are either working with MySQL or SQLite. So uh, those, if you don't know what those mean, is not a big deal. Um, what I'm going to tell you is that in my case, and what, what now with what I know now about databases, I can with confidence suggest that SQLite 3, version 3 um, is going to be the best option right now for learning databases if you are a newcomer. Um, SQLite is a local file-based database and you are going to be working with SQL databases on that. So uh, why do I say that SQLite 3 is uh, pretty much the best database engine to be learning from? Well, for starters, it's easy to install. It doesn't really matter if you are working with a Mac computer, there is an installer for that one. Um, If you work on Windows, there is an easy installer for for Windows too. Um, If you are working with Linux, it's even easier sometimes. Um, Basically, uh, no matter what operated system you're working on, you are going to be able to work with SQLite. And the installation on all the platforms is really easy to do. I'm going to be making a video about that and showing how to install SQLite on several platforms. Uh, as soon as I find somebody that can lend me a mat computer, I'm going to be doing the mat version. For the time being, um, I'm just talking about it right now. So the first thing is um, SQLite is really easy to install. Uh, the second thing is that it's a file-based database. You basically create a single file and your database is contained inside that file. You can copy that file on the network or copy it on into a USB drive and basically uh, move your database that way. Uh, although it's supposed to be a local database, SQLite does have the option to um, be connected via network with multi-users, so, but basically is the king of single user uh, interaction. What that means is that uh, SQLite is as, um, as powerful of, as the big boys, you know, of Oracle, SQL server, um, IBM, uh, uh, DB2, I believe it's called. It does have the SQL schema uh, transactions, um, DML, you know, all the things. Um, and is basically created with the idea of storing data in very small devices. We are talking about cell phones, smartphones, um, uh, Raspberry Pis, you know, internet of things comes to mind. And basically it's a database engine that allows us to have a, a very complex database, a very sophisticated system to store data and not requiring an uh, a complex database engine installation or a very powerful database server to begin with. So everybody can get SQLite for free. It's easy to install and you can basically have access to whatever you need on the SQL um, uh, scripting language, basically. So that's why I think that SQLite 3 is pretty much the best database to to learn SQL. Now, obviously, unless you are building something on your own, um, using SQL three for everything is not really uh, recommended because one, most of the time you are not going to be choosing the platform. If you are getting a job, most of the time, the project already has a platform chosen for you so you can be working with oracle you may be working with sql server from microsoft you may be working with mysql from oracle again Uh, db2 you may be working with postgres and with many other sql options mariadb comes to mind Uh, i've been working with mariadb recently and it's pretty much Um, the top tier database in the open world, in the open source world, basically. So I really recommend MariaDB, Uh, but I'm digressing. The thing is, if you are just learning the ropes of database design, modeling, and inserting data, and retrieving data from a database, and I'm talking SQL classic databases here, uh, SQLite3 is pretty much the best option to go for. Uh, I failed to mention that um, you can download SQLite Studio, which is a graphic user, user interface uh, software that allows you to basically create your own databases for SQLite3 uh, in a graphical user interface, obviously, which means that you don't really have to deal with, uh, with, the, with the command line all the time. You can just open the software, and basically design away your database. Um, and this is basically the, the recommended way to interact with your local databases. Um, you don't really need to install much. You don't really need to configure uh, network ports or to enable um, operated system, um, firewalls to allow connection from the network, any of that. So. If you're just learning SQL databases, most of of what you can do with SQLite3, you can basically recycle and and take that knowledge into other database engines. Um, As you may know, database design and working with SQL databases is pretty much uh, the same on different platforms basically. The same concepts apply uh, with certain differences obviously because it's not really the same. You are not going to be copying and pasting code most of the time. Uh, But it is very safe to say that whatever you learn to do in SQL Lite 3, you are going to be able to do on other database engines. So don't worry about it you can basically migrate to other database engines and the learning curve is going to be really, really low. So, um, I do I think that SQLite uh, is the best and only database that you may use? Uh, not really, it's a really great option for allowing your application especially if your application is just running on your smartphone, or on a dedicated device, for example, you may create um, a Raspberry Pi machine that with a sensor you are allowed to basically register when something is going on. You may use uh, a light sensor, a movement sensor, or even a fingerprint reader and allow yourself to create, uh, uh, basically, a watch that records whenever some employee arrives to the company or whatsoever, and allowing you to build this device yourself or at least the software. Uh, Who knows, maybe you can um, record everything on a local database. And when the time is right, you can connect to a remote database and insert whatever data is on the local database into the remote database. And basically, uh, feed with, uh, with local de- uh, from the local data into the cloud database or something like that. That will allow you to have different clocks or, or basically access points and basically record data from different devices into the same database in the end. So let's remember that uh, sometimes it's not, we are not able to have uh, a connection to the internet 100% of the time. So uh, it is very common to have access to internet today, but we also have to plan ahead and consider what happens when the connection is off. You know, when the internet is down or if you are moving with your computer into a remote location where you don't really have access to internet, but you may have access to a battery or to electricity in general you may like your software to keep working on even in an offline status um, maintenance mode or something like that. So from your side, you can open your app and keep uh, introducing data. But instead of sending the data on a database on the cloud, you are actually storing the data in a local database and SQLite can help you with that. So when you get back to, someplace where you have access to the internet, uh, your application may actually gather the data that was loaded during the offline time and then use the internet to send the data into a database on the cloud. So basically this is why I think that using SQLite as your first database for learning purposes is really good because even if um, you don't plan to use SQLite 3, Anymore, whatever you learn is going to be able to be uh, recycled and used somewhere else. And if you decide to stay working with SQLite, um, you can actually do that. You can actually use SQLite for a, a real job or for a real project. Uh, some Something like that is very difficult to achieve with Microsoft Access. Um, even though Microsoft Access is older, uh, the interface is really cumbersome and it really does have serious issues when you are working on a multi-user um, ecosystem, you know? Um, there are a lot of issues with, uh, with Microsoft Access on multi-user level. Uh, most of the time, you don't really want to use Microsoft Access or FileMaker, for that matter, uh, in a multi-user environment. They are not designed for that. Uh, but Lite 3 has a better time working with multi-user. And even if that's not the case, it's really light and you are not going to be requiring a, a big machine with a office suite installation in order to just to work with a local database. Um, so I really recommend it. And I think that whatever I do, of database content is going to be with SQLite in the future. Uh, And and I invite you to visit my channel, Jorge Escobar, in YouTube, where I'm going to be publishing uh, all the episodes from this season onward on the learn to code podcast. Thank you for listening and see you later.